welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, how are we doing this week? I feel like I say the same thing every time, where <laughs> I, I just say like, oh, I'm I'm a mess. I am way too into whatever's happening at the moment. And like, I mean, it's true. It's right before the draft, so I feel like yeah. I get a pass this time, but it I don't is know, I gotta spice week. things up. Yeah, we well, and I have you know, you, after last year, almost a year ago, like around this, time, I should be I mean, checked out. I shouldn't even yeah, be paying attention because last year's didn't go great for you. But obviously, you know, you still, you guys still won thirteen games. But you know, you're not as invested. Well, that's, I should that, say that's the silver lining that I look at, where it's like, man, our first three picks barely got on the field, and we won thirteen games. So like, that's good. I'd rather, yeah. you know have a good draft and a nice season, but it's not great for your like long-term future, but Hey, we're uh, living in it now. Yeah. So it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do here though, we don't have this week. Obviously the draft is, if you're listening to this, it's, it's most likely tomorrow. And so we wanted to, we've kind of talked a little bit when we had our interview with Trevor Sikama a handful of weeks back and he, you know, deep dive into the draft with him and kind of some, some names that you might not know. I mean, you obviously everyone knows a Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Kyle Pitts, you know, all the, the top guys. Everyone knows that. Um, well, he gave us a great insight, kind of guys that you should be excited about. But what we want to do is um, Kevin and I are going to go through the first round. We are going to do a, an alternating mock draft where Kevin gets the odd picks. I get the even picks. That way we both get our own teams and we're just going to go through and do a live mock here. So Kevin and I haven't really talked about who we think is going where. So this is obviously going to be interesting to see how we feel about certain prospects. Some, I think, and, and I a think lot one of us, I think one of us has done a lot more research into the draft in general than the other one. So probably, probably. yeah, I've never had to think um, about most of these and I did not prepare for this. Yeah. So it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. We wanted to get something out and thought it would be kind of a fun thing. We didn't do this last year. We just talked about it a little bit. But the draft and uh, recapped it, obviously, but we never really went through a full-on mock. So I think this will be kind of fun. You kind of see this every now and then, teams well, and, doing and we this. we wanted to get this out. Personalities. Yeah, we wanted to get this out for, for the people to the point that, you know, you may be able to tell that we are on our not-as-nice microphones and not in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> and we are suffering yeah, so. through our, our old methodology here to deliver content. Yeah, And you all better not... love us for it. We're not in the 10K studio this week, but we're we're back to what we've been doing normally, just kind of remote um, on our own mics here. And so we're gonna see what we got here. We, you know, Christian uh, on our team, on the Third and Forever team, did a, sent out a great mock draft, really, really entertaining. Definitely recommend go reading up on that. Uh, Christian's Probably a bit a guy more well researched. He, yeah, he's a guy that lives for the mock. I mean, he he's very much you know in the same same ilk as. Trevor Sikama, who he just lives and breathes. Nice draft. use of ilk. So, yeah, thank you. And so that's the English degree to a good use. Um, <laughs> so, I uh, he he did a great job. If you don't know right yet, go to Ten Thousand Takes uh, MN, take a look at it. Um, it's a great one. Um, without further ado, I think let's just let's get rolling here. I don't think our first two picks will probably be very. You know, they'd be pretty chalky. Yeah. So I'll let you start us off here, Kevin. You get the you get the odds. So I, I got the easy job of uh, picking Trevor Lawrence first overall, the Jaguars. 
I don't yep. think that that is. I would be absolutely floored if that didn't happen to the point that I don't even think that we need to talk about it very much. I mean, they've basically he, confirmed that everyone he's the consensus. he's donating to Jacksonville charities already. Like that would you be know, awkward. I, Does he get that I mean, back if they don't? I, like he has their playbook. Come on, <laughs> let's be real here. Like yeah. it's just a formality when they're having Zoom calls with Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. Like that's just formality. Like Trevor's mm-hmm. going one. He's been the most touted quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, uh, you know, yeah, it was it, a lock. It, it's you know. not hard. No. Uh, there's a reason why tank for Trevor was a thing all last year. Um, with number two pick, this one was a little murkier, I think, before they traded away Sam Darnold. Obviously, the Jets are yeah. coming in, a new regime, Robert Sala, defensive guy. A uh, lot, of, lot of needs here on this team, but the number one need, obviously, is quarterback. Um, what a year ago thought this was a slam dunk for Justin Fields, the emergence of a certain Mormon quarterback, uh, Zach Wilson has skyrocketed up the boards, uh, drawing a lot of comparisons to his, to a certain Patrick Mahomes for his ability to throw off platform and kind of unnatural looking throws. And is that the arm talent? Um, I, I would be floored if they went in a different direction, but I have Zach Wilson going number two to the New York jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I Tre- just, Trevor I Lawrence is a hundred percent and Zach Wilson is 95%. Sure. You know, yeah. like these are, yeah. these are the two that I don't think the fact that Trevor's such a, thir- such a, a sure thing means that Zach Wilson gets to be even more of a sure thing because you know, the jets aren't worried about who the Jags are going to take. We know who the Jags right. are going to take. And and the, like I said, you know, if Darnold's still on the roster, I'm like, oh, I guess maybe they they could go to you know maybe a yeah. Penny Sewell or a Jamar Chase but, or a Kyle Pitts. No, nope. now that he's gone, it's like okay, they literally don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's Zach Wilson, or I mean, yeah. yeah. And so then we kind of now we round into this the is, third pick. Here we go. Now this is one that's the, the Niners traded everything for yeah um they they sacrificed a lot to get in this number three spot and Mm. based on comments yesterday from kyle shanahan that got pretty existential and weird when he was trying to dodge the question (laughs) of if jimmy garoppolo would be on the team on sunday not even like at the start of the season but like in a few days so it's pretty clear that it seems like they are thinking about taking a quarterback here i mean i'd be shocked if they Mm. didn't sacrificing what they did to get up that far. Yeah. And so you have three guys kind of on the board. I think consensus, you know, three guys in the top tier before you get into the, the, the lower tier of prospects. You got Fields, Lance, and Mac Jones. And oh, I don't know where to go because these three guys have a lot of unknowns. And I yeah. think it really... Like, I wouldn't be shocked at any of them, you know? I mean, do you kind of feel the one, same way? One is making me, like, I, I don't know what it is, but... Is it Trey like, Lance? I'm, I'm, I'm confused that Justin Fields is getting so many question marks. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Like, Trey Lance, I see the question mark. You know, obviously, yeah, literally played one game. um, And, you know, he was great in 2019, but one game in 2020, a little exhibition, where he didn't look all that good, especially in the first half. Mm-hmm. And it's also an FCS team, you know, North Dakota State. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones, I could, you know, there's the comparisons like, oh, he had a phenomenal year, obviously, uh, with Alabama last year, like a Joe Burrow. 
Um, but it's like, well, he had a stacked weapon weapons number or number of weapons around him. Mm-hmm. And like, is he really that dynamic for you? I don't know, but I, I don't get the Justin Fields kind of, it's baffling to me a little bit. Um, it's I know baffling, he had some but at the same games. time, I, I I've heard kind of scuttlebutt here and there this week that it's basically between Trey Lance and Mac Jones and that Justin Fields isn't yeah. anyone's favorite choice I know. in San Francisco. Yeah. And what I heard is that Shanahan likes Mac Jones. And yep. if that's true, then that's what I'm doing. Because I think that at the end of the day, the Niners are going to go with their coach. He's yeah. an offensive mind. And, you know, I, I don't think that Mac Jones is necessarily like the wrong choice, even if the you know right. organization in general feels a different way. So I'm going Mac Jones to the Niners there at three. All right. Yeah, I, I've heard that, too, where a lot of the scouts uh, are big on Trey Lance, uh, but Shanahan remains that he's he's apparently big on Mac Jones. And I just I don't know. I I, I trust I like Kyle Shanahan. Um, he's a smart I, guy. I think he's a very good coach. Um, uh, but like I, that, just, it's just such a haul to get rid of for him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know I know if it's if it's your quarterback, there's no price that's too much. You know, if you're if you're in love with the guy and he's the perfect prospect for you, nothing's too much. Um, but I think that's too much <laughs> to give up for a guy that's probably going to be there for you at 12. That's what's crazy to me. But or at least well, you can move up to nine or eight. I don't know. Well, and also so, the, this is a time where we should talk about how we're doing this. We're not going to do any trades in this mock draft yeah, because so that's that's, that's just also a important. Can right? of worms to open Tr- up. Trades trades get a little a little dicey. You don't know. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to predict that. And we do think I I think there's going to be a trades. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's going to be shifting around. Yeah, Either there almost always up, is trading down. I mean, there's always going to be trades. So, but we're not going to we're doing a trade free first round here. So, uh, with that said, at number four. The Falcons. Now, this is interesting. So, it, it, the, the two schools of thought basically are: is if are they committed to Matt Ryan for a couple more years, or do they try to find that successor now? I think this is a very good, interesting thing. Where, like, say Trey Lance in that system, where because Trey Lance is a guy that he can't start day one. I don't. I think that's the that's the consensus on him. He needs more time to develop. He's twenty years old or twenty one years old. You know, he's by far the youngest of them. Mm-hmm. So he's got time to develop. And I, I I just don't I don't think that the Falcons with Arthur Smith, the new head coach, are just gonna pack it in with Matt Ryan and just waste a top four pick. I would not be surprised if I see them trade down. But in the since we're not doing trades, I'm gonna have them be taking uh probably and a lot of people the number two overall prospect in this draft. Kyle Pitts. I'm I'm going with there. They uh, need another dynamic guy to pair with Julio, to pair with Cal. I mean, well, and Kyle one of the streets is, is that Julio might not be long for uh, Atlanta. So correct. So I I think Kyle Pitts is a guy that he's he's a physical freak. He's a high a true hybrid of a position where he can do it all. Um, he's very dynamic, and uh, you know he's a matchup nightmare. I'm gonna have them taking Kyle Pitts at four. Very nice. Now we get to the Cincinnati Bengals at number five. And uh, spoiler alert, this will not be a skill position. Uh, I have them taking Sewell out of Oregon. Um, Without thinking about it too hard, he is, you know, most people's top rated tackle. And I don't know if you saw Joe Burrow's knee like the rest of the world did in that uh, 
Twitter posts that they had about their new uniforms. Yep. You can't keep doing that every year. You know, you just yeah. you become mostly scar tissue. So they need to protect Joe Burrow. He's the future. He showed it last year, and this is this is the step in doing that is getting a very high quality offensive lineman. Yeah, it's it's not the it's not the exciting pick. I, mean, I know people are like no. reunite him with Jamar Chase, but you got to protect your quarterback. I mean, and Sewell, some people are calling him a generational type of you know tackle, left tackle, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, sure. Like I, I think that's what you have to do after your your franchise quarterback, the guy you just took number one overall, tore guys ACL nearly ripped off last year, damaged um, his. Tore his ACL, MCL, and damaged his PCL, which he's just yeah. inventing new CLs that I've never yeah. even heard of. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. It's not. A, it's you know, anytime your team takes an offensive lineman, it's not a sexy pick. It's not a flashy pick, but it's more often than not the smart pick. Mm-hmm. Um, with that yeah, said, we'll, we'll get back to that right around whenever the Packers go. But go ahead. <laughs> With that, with that said, with the number six pick, I think this this would be the perfect way for this draft board to fall. I think for the Dolphins, um, they need a dynamic playmaker on the offensive side of the ball for Tua. Um, you know what we saw last year, Tua's limited. If he doesn't really have that, at least in you know going into year two, for sure year one, he was limited in not having that dynamic guy uh, mm-hmm. to catch the ball for him. I think Jamar Chase is. I, I, he's a phenomenal prospect. He's he's a running back. He's built like running back, but everything about him, you know, speed, a uh, route running, hands is is a receiver. I mean, he's just built different. Um, I think Jamar Chase would be a slam dunk for Dolphins fans. Um, and I, I especially now that Sewell's off the board, they don't really have much to think about. Uh, they get the number one uh, receiver on the board. Yeah, I think that that is. Uh, I think that's a nice pick, and I agree they they were definitely lacking at that position last year. Um, let's see, going into seven, the Detroit Lions. This is interesting. Yeah. They are not very likely, I don't think, to take a quarterback, even though Fields is still on the board in this scenario because they have uh, Goff. I almost forgot his name. Jesus. Um, they have Jared Goff, who is quite young and quite well compensated. And it really, the problem is the people around him. They lost both Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay in free agency. Their defense was uh, less than good last year. They mm-hmm. They don't really have many things really nailed down. So I think that this is probably going to end up being Jalen Waddell, who is kind of mm-hmm. the next wide receiver uh, yep. in this class. I think he's pretty consensus. It might be uh, Devonta. Is it Devonta or Devonte? I've heard people go both. Devonte. Okay. Devonte. That's what I thought, I and I've heard some yeah. people say Devonta. Okay. It it could be Devonte Smith because he's also very high profile, and maybe it would be. I don't know, but I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle right here. I think they have to take okay. a receiver and kind of lay the groundwork for fixing this offense. Yeah, I I don't I don't think I don't see them taking a quarterback even with Fields and Lance on the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lance more maybe, but I just think because if they were they, if they if they didn't want to push forward with Goff, they wouldn't you know they, they might have, have still shipped Stafford. Yeah. But yeah, why would you bother? To they take would have that tried contract? to get yeah. I I think that they, especially considering I believe their new GM had I think he came from the Rams. Um, mm-hmm. so. I, 
I, I think so. I know Dan Campbell's their head coach. Um, Everyone but knows I, that. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I just think that they are going to stick with they, – they traded for Goff because they believe that they could win with him. Um, and they don't need to take a quarterback right away. You know, they they want to stick it out with him for a couple of years. He is young. So I, I don't know. And he, mm-hmm. he's not – He's not awful. Like no. he, you could do a lot worse than Jared Goff. He's no, not, yeah. they don't need, he's not going to elevate your team. You know, he needs things around him, but you know, he can throw the football, <laughs> you know, he's just fine. Um, all right. At number eight, who's the Panthers. So now they traded for Sam Darnold. Um, they have a good which, amount which of talent. Moved their QB need from I, on this, what I'm looking at probably like, their first position to like their fourth position. So, you know, yeah, so, now they're set. So I, I think, you know, their Matt rules their head coach had a great year one with them. They overachieved, I believe the last year. I know they're still picking eight, but they also they lost showed, a lot they were, of close they were in games a lot. too. Yeah, yeah. They were in a lot of games. And so I think, you know, they, they, that was without Christian McCaffrey for vast majority of the season. Uh, yes, they lost a couple guys catching the ball, but I think they like a lot of the pieces they have. That defense is is young and it's showing to be better than anticipated last year. Um, I think that they're going to go the boring route, but the smart route, and grab the for sure number two, possibly for some people the number one offensive tackle in Rashawn Slater. I think they're gonna. They saw that Darnold did not have protection. He was still able to be somewhat productive and not not that bad, honestly, in in New York. And I, I think they want to see what he's like with a solid offensive line. Uh, they need they have a big need at tackle. I think they're going to go after Rashawn Slater um, at number eight. Very nice. And so now we go on to number nine, the Denver yep. Broncos, which puts me in an interesting spot because Justin Fields, like we've mentioned a few times, is mm-hmm. still on the board. Yep. And... Oh boy, Drew Drew Locke <laughs> is a quarterback in the NFL, and that is the nicest thing that you can say about him so far in his career. Um, I, I think it's safe to say he hasn't impressed. Um, now remember, Elway is not the GM anymore. George El- Payton, who was the Elway is not GM the GM for the Vikings for many years, is now their new GM. Yeah, and in light of the lack of Elway, I'm going to make this a somewhat smarter pick, I think, for them long term. And I'm going to go with Fields here. I feel like Fields, you know, sliding to ninth in this situation is probably something they would look at as, you know, fortunate for them and pull the trigger because I don't think Drew Locke is the guy. I don't know if the new GM thinks that Drew Locke is the guy. And I think Fields is a noticeable upgrade. And it just, you can't afford, you know, you can't let it slip by you. Right. Okay. All right. So that, you know, that, that's obviously a spot that I'll like the, those three teams, the, the lions, the Panthers, the Broncos are all the, are the three teams I'd say, uh, until we get to, you know, later in the draft, but for sure, those are. No one's really like they could get a quarterback. They could they mm-hmm. could all try to get they quarterbacks. Don't, they don't but, absolutely need one right. by any stretch. They're at a weird crossroad right now where if they love the quarterback class this year, the prospects, I could see it. Um, that being said, I, I don't hate the Justin Fields at, with the Broncos at nine. You know, 
It depends on how much they believe in Drew Locke and how much. Yeah, they like it depends him. on how much they believe so. in Drew Locke. But you look at you know Cortland Sutton. Hopefully Jerry Judy would take a step in their minds this next year, and their offense was just very impotent last year with Drew Locke for the most part, and. Mm. You know, I, I just don't think that he's done enough to save his job if Justin Fields is around at nine. Yeah, I, I would have gone probably I would have gone with maybe Micah Parsons to kind of give that foundational piece that they're missing on defense. Yeah. I know it was, you know, it was with, between Fields, certain with Fangio still the head coach. You know, defense obviously is his forte. That's his background. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to have a dominant defense again and. A guy like Micah Parsons is probably the only guy in this draft class that you could build a defense around. But, if, um, but when you're in the same division as the Kansas State Chiefs, you need to put up points. True. That's true. And the Broncos cannot do that at the moment. Yeah. Um, all right. That being said, number 10, I think this is probably the e- – I, I think this is the easiest pick. Um, mm-hmm. One of the easiest, obviously, outside of the one or two. I'm going to click it before uh, you I have, say it. I have the Cowboys – taking Patrick Sertain from Alabama corner, the number one corner. They gave up a shit ton of points and a shit ton of offense. (laughs) They need another corner. And Sertain's, I think, I mean, he's got the measurables. I I think that's my, my only counter argument to them taking Sertain here is uh, Jerry Jones and Devontae Smith is on the board. Just more wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, (laughs) I, even then there's only so much to go around. I think they're going to be, they're going to block Jerry Jones somewhere, hide him, make him, you know, accidentally leave him in the bathroom or in the car somewhere, take him to the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let someone else take the pick, but Sertain Cowboys at 10. Very nice. And now sadly get... for all Vikings fans. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, sadly for a lot of fans, he is a highly touted guy that, mm-hmm. you know, going number 10 overall, like you're gettable at that point. Everyone can, yeah. can fantasize about getting a certain, which is <sighs> crazy, by the way, that means we had nine offensive players back just straight nine offensive players. He's the first defensive player taken. Well, and let's see one, two, three, four of those are corners or quarterbacks, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot, but I think it still makes sense. Yeah, I think And so. now we get to the New York Giants. And I don't know, I don't know what to do here. I'm I'm going to think out loud a little bit because the Giants have a couple needs, but nothing that I don't know. They they don't need a quarterback, so we can, you no. know, eliminate Trey Lance from the equation because uh the D Jones era is still, yeah. still, you know, trucking along and fumbling all the time. <sighs> they could use a wide receiver, and Devontae Smith is on the board. They could also use help on defense, and that could be Jalen Phillips. That could be uh, Parsons. Parsons. Mm-hmm. They could be. They could try to go. They could reach, you know, at offensive line. I know they need offensive line help, whether that's in. Derrishaw, or if they really reach and go to uh, Vera Tucker, mm-hmm. but uh, this yeah. is one where I think if their guy that they really love is not there, like if maybe Waddle or Slater or someone's not there, they mm-hmm. probably trade down. But in the, in in the, this exercise, obviously no trades, so this is a tough one. 
Yeah, and this is the part where I say that hopefully, like, you know, the Packers trade up and get Horn or something, but who knows. Um, so let's say, since we're not doing trades, hmm, let's give him Horn at, uh, yeah, at 11, cornerback help, their defense, you know, they, they're in need of a corner, and I just don't really see a huge reason. I, the only reason I don't say Devonte Smith is that they literally just signed Kenny Galladay to try and kind of shore up the wide receiver position. Right. All right. So now we come to the Eagles at 12. So they take, take, at take the receivers, pick the second they, best one on the after board. Right the, now. the Dolphins traded from three to 12 with the Niners. They traded back with the, the Eagles to get back into six Eagles are in at 12, Waddle's off the board, Chase is off the board, Pitts is off the board. This is something where I, I, I have a hard time picking Devontae Smith because he just does not fit the Howie Roseman mold of receiver that he wants. You know, he, the, the size is really going to make him well, like, like he weary. Catch. I don't think he's very sold on him. I do think he's committing to Jalen Hurts, so I don't mm-hmm. see him taking Lance. Um, so are you leading towards protection for Hurts? I I don't know about Caleb Farley. I feel like that's a bit of a reach at 12 with his medical concerns. I, I, this is a situation where I think they kind of have to go best player available, and that's where I see them taking – uh, Michael Parsons or Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. I just, I, their defense is not that great. They need, they have need at linebacker. This is I, also I think one that makes sense. You know, I, I just don't, I don't think Howie Roseman likes Devonte Smith and it's going to, I think it's going to make fans extremely mad again, especially if Devonte Smith ends up being somewhat good mm-hmm. just from the last three, four years. But I have, I'm just going to have them take best player available at that point. Um, Outside of Trey Lance, but Michael Parsons goes off at 12. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, let's see. Number 13, the Chargers. Ooh, buddy. So, Chargers don't need a quarterback. Uh, Justin no. Herbert, excellent by all accounts. They are in need of help on their offensive line. Yep. And they are probably in need of some help on defense. Having said that, looking at who we have left on offensive line, got Derisaw is kind of the top tackle, whereas interior lineman got Bearmore. And so I think I'm probably going to give them Derisaw here at 13. Mm-hmm. I think that, they they're they're kind of in a similar position where they need to invest in protection for their guy, similar to the, what you know what we talked about for the Bengals. Once you find your guy, you got to make sure he stays on his feet. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think you know obviously their goal their their dream scenario would be if Slater fell to them, but mm-hmm. obviously that's not happening. Oh, I yeah. do think they address need and they go for Darisaw. I I I don't mind. I don't hate the pick. I like it. Um, and okay. here we are. All right. Trey so, Lance on the board. That's Devante. where I was. <laughs> I was really hoping that this would not be how the board shaped out here. Um, and I wish I just had an easy selection. 
<sighs> that being said, mm-hmm. I think if you were to ask me this like a week ago or a couple weeks ago, before we got a little close to the draft and GMs got interviewed and whatnot, what we what I thought would happen, I would have penciled in Vera Tucker. A reach at, you know, I, I would think if we sit like this and this is the board, um, you could probably Trey trade Lance, back a few spots if, and get If Trey Tucker. Lance is not there at 14, we definitely trade back and we take a guy like either Jalen Phillips, if we want to go edge, or Vera Tucker out of USC, uh, interior offensive. I like line. where you're building with this. Keep going. I think. That's where I'd say if that's how this board, if, if, if a certain player was not on it. That being said, <laughs> after hearing some comments where Rick Spielman was being interviewed, where they asked, do you think that this is a year where you look at addressing the quarterback position in maybe in one of the middle rounds? You know, because we've done that usually in rounds six or seven or whatever, where we take a guy who's maybe on the team for a couple of years and that's it. Do we maybe try to get back in the second round? Cause we don't have a second round pick. Do we try to address a quarterback in their third or fourth? He said at 14, no position is off limits. And I think if, 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 if Trey Lance is on the board at 14 and we know he has to develop for a couple of years, and we know we, we are tied into Kirk Cousins for a couple years. I don't see this not being the perfect scenario in taking a shot on Trey Lance. I think that they honestly, we have needs, yes, offensive line, primarily interior offensive line. But 14 is far too early of a pick to take a guard. Um, and I, I think with our four fourth round picks, we can easily package those and get into the second round and get a Wyatt Davis for uh, filling that guard position out of Ohio state in the second round. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with Trey Lance at 14. I, I, you know, I love it. I love it so much. He's from Minnesota. Like, I don't know. I, I, I I think after a couple years, why not? Sure. If he falls to us, I don't think he's going to fall. I don't think Trey Lance will be there at 14, but if he, in this situation, I'm taking him at 14. Well, no, in and, a situation where you are not allowed to trade picks and no yeah. one's going to get thirsty and move up, you know, with the it's, Eagles, it's just too or much something. of reaches to take mm-hmm. anyone else. I don't want. I don't, I think Caleb Farley will be fine, but I think it's going to be too much of a reach to take him at that pick. All right, fifteen. All right, now Patriots I get to put on my pretty upset Bill Belichick <laughs> hat. Oh yes, it'd be very upset. <laughs> They'd be very upset. And so obviously the Patriots need a quarterback. Having said that. The guys that are still on the board here are day two guys. They, you know, will be available. The Patriots want them later on in the draft. So, or at least presumably. Interesting. Okay. Um. So I don't see them taking one of those quarterbacks here. I don't see them taking a Kyle Trask or a Kelly no. Bond. Which brings me, I don't know. Now I'm trying to like outthink myself <laughs> about like, because I'm trying to be Bill Belichick, who's super sneaky. And... Devontae Smith is on the board, and Edelman retired. So they're in need of a skinny wide receiver. Oh, <laughs> uh, I want to do it, but I feel like that's too sexy for Bill, you know? Like, you yeah. can't pick a Heisman winner. Everyone would see that coming. Yeah. So I... Hmm, 
They do need a, they have a need at corner. They do have a need at corner and, and I linebacker. Think, I think that's what I'm going to end up doing is I'm going to go with Farley at corner. Yeah. I I that's much more of a, you know, Bill Belichick's got the secondary background. Yep. I I think he's going to like that. Yeah. And he's going to be so mad at the Vikings. Yeah, that's where I think like if if that's sitting there, we have trail, you know, I'm sure we the, he would give up a decent amount. He'd give us like a day two to move up literally that one spot. One I feel spot, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Sixteen. This is one where the Cardinals are not happy either. <laughs> with Farley <laughs> just going off the board. Yep. Um. They, you know, their needs really were corner and edge. And I think mm-hmm. they were really hoping for Farley or JC Horn, especially with Patrick Peterson leaving. Um, I think that they, I think that they, they, they haven't really been that great of drafting in all honesty. No, I don't, no. I don't think that Jalen Phillips is a bad pick. He's just a pick with a lot of questions. You know, he almost retired. He basically retired from football. But he feels very similar to their pick last year in terms of just like kind of unknowns and that you know that general position. Yeah, and and I think you know Jalen Phillips is probably the most is the highest ceiling of all edge rushers in this draft. Um, you know, Quiddy Pay might be the safer. He might give you the lowest or the highest floor. But I think that they're going to be splashy with it. I think they're going to take Jalen Phillips at at sixteen with this like with this board. I like it a lot. Um, Let's see. Now we go on to the Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs) Say what you about the Raiders. I don't think they need a wide receiver. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, that's in in their top needs anyway. (laughs) Who knows what uh, what Gruden's going to want. But when you look at their team, they need offensive line. They have had, you know, a lot of moves made to weaken their offensive line this offseason. So I'm going to have them taking Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle, at number 17. Right. Okay. Well, that brings us to 18 here. Oh, my God. I just so, I just put together what's happening. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know what we said earlier here when I picked for the the Dolphins at 6. They need weapons. Well, they got the number 1 receiver in Jamar Chase. Uh, it, you know, I might be Devontae might be, Smith is still on the board. I know. And <laughs> who did, who was Devontae Smith's quarterback before Mac Jones? Oh god, I'm trying to think. Some guy with a weird <laughs> last name. Aha. Uh-huh. Three so, letters. This is no, one where I'm like, whatever. I I think, uh, I know it's enticing, but I, I think that Brian Flores and co are going to be smarter than that. And they're not going to go receiver receiver in round one yeah. because I think they're going to believe that Devonte Parker is still like viable. Um, yeah, he's at least their number two in theory. Yeah, and they they believe they found their number one for the long term with Jamar Chase. Uh, I think they're going to go other side of the ball, and because Jalen Phillips is not there, they're going to go Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. Oh. Uh, like I said, the high floor, um, and I know it, just because he has a chance to go before they come back around. So I'm going to go with Quiddy Pay. 
I don't I don't like where this Devontae Smith thing is going because I don't <laughs> think that the football team would take him either with the moves they've made this offseason to get Curtis Samuel <sighs> combined with and they uh, already scary have. Terry. Scary Terry, yeah. Yeah. So Devontae Smith still on the board, not happening at nineteen. And I'd probably have to give them Zaven Collins here. Mm-hmm. Um bolster that defense a little bit more. If there was kind of a good value at you know, offensive line here. I think I would be more inclined to give them that, but I, I don't know. I, it could be Barrymore and beyond him, it, you know, it kind of falls off, but I think I am going to give them Zayvon Collins. All right. All right. All right. Which tight end you want? So we have the bears. <laughs> so, the Bears have, have several needs, quarterback being one of them, but even though they're committing to Andy Dalton, um, they also Kellen have a need at tackle. Mond. Kellen Mond. But uh, I, there's not really a good tackle, a day one tackle left on the board at this point. I think Alex Leatherwood is definitely not a day one guy. Um, Do it. <sighs> Kevin White 2.0. Honestly, if... If they're gonna do it, I, I if any team's gonna do it at this point, it's gonna be them. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna see the production that he had, and they're gonna say, "Damned his physicals," and they're gonna take Devonte Smith at twenty. And if I were a Bears fan, Oof. I'd be happy about that. I'd be excited. Oh, yeah. I I mean, you get a Heisman winner, you know, and and I, I think he, it's unfortunate for Devonte Smith because I I just hate this system that he's going into. I don't think it's going to maximize him. I think he would be really well suited if he fell to the Colts or to the uh, the Titans or even the Jets mm. uh, or the 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 Jags at twenty five. But I think the Bears are going to take him at twenty, and he's finally off the board. You lose an MVP and you gain a Heisman. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I would. I don't know if I call it an upgrade, but it's certainly a consolation. Yeah. All right, number 21, the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I I want to give them offensive line help, which comes down to Bearmore or Vera Tucker. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to go Bearmore. Well, well Bearmore, Bearmore's defensive line. Or is he? Oh, my yeah, God. Interior defensive I'm line. I'm a fool. Yep. See, like I said, I did not do a lot of research before. And the font on this website's pretty small, so that is defensive line. I feel like I've said that for like four different teams in the last like mm-hmm. couple picks. Anyway, so I'm actually going to give them Vera Tucker then because that is the only other guy left of the two guys I mentioned that plays on the side of the ball. And I thought he did. <laughs> so that is my pick. It's not sexy, but I think it will help them. And that's that's a good spot for him. He's the clear best mm-hmm. interior offensive lineman. He with the ability to possibly move out to left tackle, move out to tackle. Um and I, I, I think that's I think that's a smart pick. If if the Vikings are gonna trade down if they want him, that's probably where I see them trading down to. Mm-hmm. Uh either twenty one or twenty two. Um all right. Twenty two. So this is one that's I think might shock some people. But Oh boy. With with the departure of a certain receiver, Corey Davis, I I think Don't you do this to me. I think that the 
the Titans are going to give Tannehill a weapon in a very underrated one in Rashad Bateman. I hate at you. 22. Any hopes that you him falling to 29 dashed? Uh, I think Rashad Bateman dashed. is a lot of people are forgetting about how good he is because of his 2020. He didn't play as much. I mean, he opted out midway through the year. Um, you know, and, and he was a little more of a different role, but he is dynamic. He is, you know, a, a lot more underrated than people give him credit for. Uh, I like that a lot, that system. Nothing uh, to do with the fact that we're Gopher fans. No, I think he actually is. <laughs> like, a lot of people aren't talking about him. Like, you know, you know, they're quick to obviously mention, you know, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith. But mm-hmm. I think Bateman's right up in there, you know, for sure with Devontae Smith. But – yeah, I agree. I hate you for it, but I agree. So, uh, let's see. Jets at number 23. So, the Jets get their second pick of the first round. And I'm going to have them taking Newsom at corner. Uh, yeah. It's a need for them. He is, I think, pretty much the consensus. You know, the next best corner on, on the board right now. And, you know, they they are in need of defensive help. All right. All right, here we go. 24 Steelers. So this is one where I've seen a lot of people saying running back, which I think taking any of I think taking any of these running backs in the round in round one is a bit of a reach. I think if you're going to want to go that route, if you're any of these final, you know, eight or so teams that need are a couple teams that need a running back, especially in the back half of here. I think you look to trade back. Uh, to an early day two. Um, that being said, I see them going running back just just because it, their running is a, so abysmal. I don't think you should take a running off. back, but I think that they're going to. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I, I well, that's what I say. I, I, me personally, I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't. I, I don't. I would not advise taking a day one running back. I think the value is not very good. Um. I, I just think they should be trying to trying to trade back. They want to go running back first. That, but without trades, you know, I'm going to do it. The Steelers are going to say, "Wow, our rushing attack was so terrible," uh, and they are going to take Najee Harris uh, out of Alabama at 24. And I think they're going to regret it because they're going to be like, "That probably wasn't great considering the board we had left." Yeah, well, and again, this is this is one of those situations where they could definitely trade back and get him to. So in real life, it might it might play out a little differently. Mm-hmm. So now we get to the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, their next pick, and I'm I was torn on this one between giving Trevor Lawrence a weapon and mm-hmm. giving him protection, and I think that in the long run. I don't know. I feel like I've been personally victimized in fantasy football by DJ Chark, and I hate him. And I feel like that's coloring my, you know, that, that that's biasing me in an unfair way. And so I am going to actually give them Alex Leatherwood offensive tackle. Um, wow. Because I feel like I'm not giving their wide receiver core. They got LaVisca. I mean, they they got some guys there. And I think they probably look at the Joe Burrow situation last year and go, man, you know, I mean, that situations like that, you can get into a, you know, a situation where you get injured and you don't come back. And when you have a guy like Trevor Lawrence, that's something that you can't afford. 
Mm. All right. Alex Leatherwood off the board. Um, all right. Here we go. My, the, the, the Cleveland Vikings, I mean, Cleveland Browns. Uh, here we go at 26. Right, settle, settle down. <laughs> um, this is something where I, I think a couple weeks ago, this would have been, or maybe a couple months ago, this would have been maybe more of a who knows, but with the departure of Sheldon Richardson, mm-hmm. um, I, I think they grab, they, they look to grab the best interior defensive lineman in the draft and they take Christian Barmore. Uh, I think it's a very good pick for him. I, I could see them possibly trying to go maybe Aziz Ojolari for edge, mm-hmm. possibly, uh, maybe Jason away from Penn state, but I think they're happy with their edge with miles Garrett. And they want to have a guy that they can just have right in the middle of that defensive line. Um, especially now that they have uh, Clowney on the other edge. So they're going to go bar more. And that is a very scary defensive line. Uh, yeah, I, that, that does, that does make me a little scared. Um, let's see. 27, the Baltimore Ravens. And I will have them take, uh, this is so hard for me. I don't know why it's hard for me to say this one. Ojolari. That, that wasn't that hard actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll have them take Ojolari edge. Um, he is, you know, I, I think he's going to help their defense because they have to play in a division that's actually fairly high powered now in terms of quarterbacks. But you have guys like Big Ben that can't move, and that's going to help them mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, the, the, I think the the Ravens are set up for a very nice draft for finding two starters here. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing as that they the, the trade that they had with the Chiefs, uh, I think it was a, actually one of those trades that works out great for both teams. Um, and so I, that, and that's, that's a solid pick. I, I think he actually probably fell a little further. There's a couple defensive guys that kind of fell further than I thought. And one of them is going right off the board here. Uh, I am going to go with the saints at 28 taking linebacker out of Notre Dame, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. I believe I said that right. Um, I think you did. He is a kind of, you know, a, a bit of a hybrid kind of a player. He's a little undersized for linebacker. So I think that he could very well play um, either like a Mark Barron or a Jamal uh, Adams type of role. Um, that safety linebacker hybrid kind of a thing. Um, I think that gives him a dynamic player. I don't like that it's a good pick because I, you know, my feelings about the Saints, but. With him still on the board, they can't say no. So that's who I have at 28. And, and here we go. that brings us 29. to the Green Bay Packers at 29. If so, this is how the board shaped up, by the way, as a Vikings fan, it is for sucks. you guys at 29, I'd be this. very happy. I'd I'm be very so upset. happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm parsing all through the options right now in like every all position, and I just – I hate it all. Um <laughs> So you look at the needs. Now it says offensive tackle is a need on here. I, I mean, you could never, you never don't need an offensive tackle. But having said that, I don't know if I'd put that first. I mean, I'd the put, biggest needs I would say are wide receiver, corner, defensive mm-hmm. tackle. I feel yes. like all, all, like pretty much all in the offense is receiver. I would say. Yeah, and so oof, the way that this worked out. So you look at corners. I mean, I think the top guy. For most people, it's going to be Stokes that's still on the board. 
but I don't think that that's a value at this spot in the draft. I think that, you know, he'll be there on day two and I don't know. I'm just not happy about it. And so I think what I'm going to end up doing is not replacing Kevin King as much as I would like to. <laughs> and I think I'm going to take Elijah Moore wide receiver, even wow. though, it, and, and the I want very first receiver taken in the first round in the Aaron Rodgers era. Yeah. Now, having said this, they will not. I'm sure that they will take. Let's see who. In fact, they'll probably take Stokes here because they just love drafting DBs in the first, regardless of what the value is. But yeah, that, I'll, I'll do Elijah Moore and uh, and and I'll just I'll make him legally change his name to Rashad Bateman. You <laughs> son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> so that brings us to the Buffalo Bills at thirty. Uh, final three picks here. This is one where the Bills are a team. I mean, now we're at the obviously the final, I don't know, handful of teams. The needs are not as extreme, uh, obviously, considering the year before they obviously did well. So I'd say the, the biggest needs for the Bills, defensive ends, maybe corner, mm-hmm. interior offensive line. But like, I, I don't think, you know, running back, but like they just drafted two running backs in like three years. So like that, that'd be crazy to go running back. Um, that would get rid of a lot of, you know, potential they could have. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to go with an edge rusher and they're not, and, and they're going to take a, a, a gamble on it because his production wasn't very good, but I think they're going to like his measurables. They're going to like the age, you know, he's not very old. Um, and you know, I guess he has a good upside. I'm going to take edge rusher Jason Away or Awea. I think it's Away at a Penn State. And so that's why I have them taking that 30. Very nice. And now we get to the Baltimore Ravens' second pick, 31 overall. Getting down to the end here. And you take a look at the board at this point. And I don't know these these final picks are so tough because it's you, you know you're sitting here and you're like it doesn't feel like like a first round pick and it doesn't they definitely don't need a running back even though you know NTN is kind of inching into the the rearview mirror here a little bit I think that they are going to take a safety in mm-hmm. a Trayvon last Morig. name Morig Morig yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I it's inhaled like to try that one, and I and I decided not to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I he's I mean he's the best safety on the board by a considerable margin. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know he's the only one that could go in the top in the in the first round. Um, and probably the one team to take him would be the Ravens here at like thirty one. Yeah, I would think. Um, so I I think that's a solid pick. Like I said, they don't have a ton of needs. Uh, they already addressed, what was that edge with Ojolari at 27. I think that's fine, even though they need a receiver, but they're, I don't think them taking the way the board went. No. Yeah. They're, they're a weird team for the receiver position anyway. It's kind of hard to figure out. It's like, you need a receiver. It's like, but we don't use them. Yeah. If they wanted a, a, one of the main receivers, they could package that 27, 31 to move up. But mm-hmm. to try to get one of the top guys, but I, eh, it's a bit of a jump. Um, all right. And the last one, the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I 
I don't I uh, I don't like this, but I think they're going to follow suit with what the Chiefs did a year ago and they're going to take the biggest offensive need they have, which is running back. I even mm. though I think Ronald Jones is good, like he's definitely good enough to be in, eh. they don't really give him the time. I don't know. He gets hurt a little bit. It's not bad usually. Playoff Lenny, Super Bowl Lenny, Lombardi Lenny, whatever you want to call him. He, I, I think he was like kind of a one-year rental. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe a couple, maybe he'll, he'll be there probably for this upcoming year, and that's about it, I think. I think they're going to take it, um, probably the most dynamic running back on the board here, um, yep. or one of, at least for sure the most accomplished dynamic running back, and I think they're going to take running back out of Clemson, Travis Etienne. Um, I, I'm, I like it. He's a good pass-catching back for Brady similar to like a James White. He can do a whole lot. He can still run the ball. You know, he could be a three-down running back if he needs to be. Uh, and I think they're going to take him at 32 to close out the first round. I like it. And that's a wrap. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, – I'm curious. I, I don't know. If there were any picks to you that jumped out that might have – that you either didn't really fully agree with or that you're not so sure about Nothing looking that back? I... Nothing that I like, you know, strongly disagreed with or anything like that. Um, I mean, the ones that jump out to me are more just like kind of a function of how things played out where you have Mm. Trey Lance and the Vikings, Devontae Smith on the Bears, um, you know, stuff like that. Najee Harris on the Steelers that they're they're surprising picks. I don't know that I would disagree with them. Mm-hmm. But if the draft were to actually factor out this way, there would be a lot to talk about. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And I, and I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like we did a good job of this is a lot of this. Obviously there are going to be reaches like crazy, you know, jumps in the draft and teams mm-hmm. taking, you know, who knows what, uh, luckily, you know, we don't have a Seahawks pick in this draft. So usually the they're the ones. Yeah. Or a Texans there. The Seahawks are usually the one that kind of give you this head scratcher, players in the first round you're like who um but i don't know i think see a couple here, guys here's why here's why you're wrong. i just i just found a spin zone are you ready i, I found a pick that i mm-hmm. disagree with uh bateman to the titans and you know why why <laughs> because bateman is gonna play more than four snaps this season and that is the titan specialty is picking guys that only play four snaps in a whole season and then cutting them and if you what? are trying to insinuate that that is going to happen to my Ooh. boy Rashad Bateman. Who played four snaps and got cut? Their first-round so pick last year. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm talking about, like, I mean, give a guy outside across from A.J. Brown. Like, I, that that's a good pick for them. I think you're just upset because you were hoping that he'd fall. No, no. Derrick Henry is running routes in the preseason. That means anything. <laughs> and they don't need it. And... Let's see. I think I still we we had another. Oh no, we didn't have another receiver going. So I can I can keep the flame alive. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I just I think it's a lot of that has to do with and it, and if Bateman doesn't go to the Titans, I think Bateman goes to the Jets at twenty three, uh, or the Jags at twenty five. Like, no, I, no. I, I feel like he'd have to get like. I've run out of like logical arguments, so to, I'm just I saying no. Falling at twenty nine, I. But. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I well, also don't think that's the thing is falling I, to 14. Like if the Packers, I, I, in my dream scenario, they trade up either a lot to get, you know, a top corner 
or they trade up a, a bit to get Bateman would be great. I don't know. The other thing about the wide receivers, there's some, there, there's not, there, there's some disagreement, I guess, in general at, you know, how, kind of how the wide receivers stack up against each other. I mean, we didn't have uh, Terrence, Terrence Marshall Jr. Is that his name? Yep. Yeah, we didn't have him going in this first round at all, and some people have him as like the third receiver I've seen in some places. So, which is which is kind of crazy to me. I don't yeah, know. it's quite crazy. I, I, I would I would honestly pro- I would put Tony over him. Um, yeah, that's where I thought you were going to possibly go at twenty nine, Kadarius Tony. But no, I mean I, I I think that Moore was the next best guy with you know what was left. But I don't know. I was. I think you're just hoping. Him. I think you're just hoping that old Miss receivers is not going to go in an order of bad, good, good, bad. Like you know, we obviously yeah. started this with Laquan Treadwell. The next mm-hmm. two, AJ Brown and DK were good. Here's hoping that Elijah Moore doesn't do the Laquan. So I, you guys gave up on Laquan too early. He needs to age like a fine wine. <laughs> yeah, he he had that one good touchdown, <laughs> that one touchdown for the the uh, Falcons, and that was it. it was yeah, nice. dude, it's one more touchdown hey, he, than you have. He will always. He, no, he had a touchdown with us. Oh no, well, I mean like he, you personally, personally in the NFL. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> he he will always have that phenomenal one hand catch against the Packers. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing that, and being like, oh, maybe I need to learn this guy's name. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, that was about it. That's that's his ceiling. Um all right. I I yeah, I'm okay with this board. I think I don't see I don't know. We're obviously not going to be 100% correct. No, never mind. We're going to be 100% right. This is how exactly well, how it's hey, going to be. Hey, and and if you if you hear this cuz we're going to try and get this out Wednesday, so the day before mm-hmm. the draft. If you hear this and you think that we're stupid, like tell us on on Twitter because yeah, we we love criticism. Man. We're very oh. respectful. Um, I'll, get in, I'll get in the mud with you. The more Absolutely. gifts, the better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Like I said, we are not in studio. This is kind of a want to get this out there for you guys. And so uh, no no guests this week, just this. Uh, we'll be back right after. Uh, I think we're going to try to get something, a first-round reaction, um, just to, to get that. And obviously we'll have a full kind of draft, winners, losers, next week for you all. After we let the it full depends weekend. on who the Packers pick. We might not talk about the draft at all after this. It just depends. No, it's we're going to be an executive we're decision. Gonna, we're going to talk about it. If if they have a terrible draft again, it's the tradition like any other. It's going to be great. Um, it's the worst kind of content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks again for listening to another episode of Third and Forever presented by 10,000 Takes. Uh, you can go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Uh, find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search... 10k takes also find us on twitter at third underscore forever 10k where we post all of our episodes whenever they go live you can find links to me and kevin's own twitter on there where we're a little more active but we're you know always gonna be trying to post nfl content uh, especially around this time and getting ready to the season it's coming up only a couple months away uh i've been your host adam oz joined as always by my co-host kevin Ohm. kevin final words Uh, Trade Jordan Love.